Inspired to Get Outside with Kids, the podcast where we inspire you to create more awesome memories outside with your family. Jen and I went out without our kids this weekend. We went inside without kids um, <laughs> for a dinner with another friend who has just got back from a trip from Ireland. And we were talking to her about the different experiences and adventures she'd had in Ireland. And it made us just really think about like all the different things that you have to learn how to experience, all the different terrain and weather and um, different places in the world, the kinds of experiences you can have with your kids. And it actually lined up very nicely with the guests who we have on today. Yeah, it was so nice to talk to Gina today. And uh, she was so gracious with the the scheduling. Remember the first time we booked this, I think we had to cancel because she had booked at 8 p.m. our time here, Pacific time. And we were like, Gina, I think that's 4 a.m. for you in Ireland. Uh, please don't wake up at 4 a.m. and come on the podcast. Uh, so really grateful for the scheduling to get things around. It's always wonderful that our international guests make the time. Uh, but it was just great to hear about some of the differences in Ireland. I love some of her tips about getting multiple children outside as she has three young children that she is hiking with, um, and just some of the different things they do to keep it fun and light and engaging for their family. So wherever you're listening in from around the world, we really hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the podcast, Gina. We're so excited to have you here joining us from the other side of the world today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat to you. So Jen and I, I, I'm not going to speak for you, Jen, but I have not spent time in Ireland and I don't know much about it there. And I think when Jen and I were sort of preparing for our interview, we're like, I don't actually know that much about what getting outside with kids, what life with kids would be like in Ireland. Like what's the kind of, firstly, like what does it physically look like out there? And then like what's the kind of vibe in society around kids outside and what kind of that that sort of culture as well? Can you tell us about those things? What's Ireland like? Which part do you live in? Um, and and how do you sort of go about getting your kids outside there? Yes, yeah, so we're from the sunny southeast of Ireland and it's all surrounded by green fields and loads of mountains and uh, there's beaches about an hour's drive from us. So we have a good mixture of mountain walks, river walks and beach walks. Um, Ireland is a mixture of weather. So you could be out hiking and you'd have a mixture of rain, wind, sun all in one day. So we have to pack up all sorts of gear when we're out hiking. Um, and it's kind of getting more common now getting out with kids and stuff. I find there's more groups now and you see more kids on the trail. But when we first started um, nearly seven years ago, we found it was only ourselves getting out on the mountains and you might get some strange looks and stuff. But uh, it's lovely. The girls love it and it's great spending the time outside with them. Can I ask what is going to sound like a really dumb question here? But our friend just went to Ireland. She was just telling us about it this weekend. And it looks like your mountains don't have many trees. Is that right? Are there many trees in the kind of like mountainous areas around there? Because we have a lot of the same weather here in Vancouver, in Canada, a lot yeah. of rain, a lot of wet, soggy days. Yeah. But often you can get out really easily into forests where the canopy kind of saves you from it. Is it the same where you are or when it's rainy, are you kind of a bit more exposed? So there's mixture of heights. You kind of start off in um, forest areas that will lead you to the mountain, but there's other like ridge walks and stuff where you're exposed. So you can kind of choose your heights for the different times of the year. Um, but you would have like there's like boardwalks and then there's more um, mountainy walks and then yeah, it's just a good mixture. So, but usually there would be no trees around the mountain. You're up at a up at a height, yeah. 
so beautiful. Yeah, no, it's gorgeous. I hope you get to visit someday now. It's it's lovely. Yeah, that'd be beautiful cool. hikes. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to. It's so different from here. Um, now, perusing your Instagram feed, which is quite beautiful. Um, I mean, I, I also picture Ireland, obviously, this very historical place. Uh, yes. You know, it's depicted in all these places, beautifully, uh, you know, historical. So is that part of the hiking as well? Like, are there cool trails where you can go and see historical monuments or old buildings and things like that? Because I've seen some of them on your page and I'm like, yes. oh, that would yeah. be like a different way to get out to hike to tell your kids there's like a magical castle at the end or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. There's loads of round towers and castles and um, it's very educational then as well. Like my uh, oldest is doing a lot of history now in school and she can relate back to what we're after seeing and stuff which is always great but um you know very historical and uh, loads of loads of stuff to see yeah it's, it's so so beautiful I was just messaging Jen about this being like all these places look look so amazing I mean it's just sort of different you can maybe get a sense of it from the picture up behind me actually as I <laughs> record this yeah. podcast <laughs> You know, there's not a lot of sort of built history where we go hiking. So we had somebody on the podcast uh, last year, Stephen Huey, who wrote a book about hiking with kids here. And he was like, hiking with kids, you know, you're looking for that cool thing, like a bridge or a train wreck or something like that. But those sort of like built things out in nature here, few and far between, I'd say. And I think that that would be such a cool element to add in to, you know, help to motivate our kids to hike, to be able to say that there's something you can actually go and look at. Having said that, there's obviously a lot of advantage to them learning how to identify yeah. trees and being excited about the <laughs> exactly. natural world too. But like those things that are a bit quirky and a bit and a bit wild. One of the things that I noticed, Gina, on uh, some of your posts about hiking with your kids is that you put them in superhero capes. Can you tell us what oh, that's yes. all about. Yeah, so we like to, to dress up to look their princess outfits and superheroes. And I find it's great because you're um, to get into character and they're like running up the mountains and you don't really have to motivate them as much then. They're, they're playing and play acting and stuff, which is brilliant. Um, but yeah, no, they love, they love dress up. So they'll probably kill me in years to come. <laughs> I've never but, thought yeah. of dressing my kid up, right, Jen? Have you to go no, for a hike? I, I never thought about that. But like, what a great way, especially if, if you have a kid who maybe isn't keen on hiking uh, that yes. day or or ever. Like, what a fun way. I want to try this out, you know, weather appropriate uh, with yeah. our kids to be like, who wants to go on a superhero hike today? Like our kids are three and six or well, gosh, four and six now. Um, yeah. And they would they would eat this up for sure. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Yeah, no, it is. It's great now. And um as I said, like some of the hikes we were talking about earlier being historic and stuff. Um, like say we're going to a walk where there's a giant um round tower we pretend like it's Rapunzel and they might dress up as Rapunzel and get into character and stuff. So it does be fun, yeah. They're I great. think it would require me to sort of revisit the costumes in my kids' costume box though, because the one I'm thinking about, Jen, is the one I made for my older kid a couple of years ago, which was an owl costume. And I, for some okay. reason, decided to hot glue gun on like hundreds of feathers. I'm not a crafty person. <laughs> and I've never done anything like this and never will again. Um, but that would be horrible to take out here because if it rained, she'd be like a soggy felt mess. Like, it's going to be a lightweight costume, I think. Yeah, exactly. And it was just like a dress that we tied around and we didn't have a proper cape. So we we're just a lot of DIY as well here. So. So, Gina, yeah, you have good. three kids. Yeah. How old are they? And how do you sort of manage sort of wrangling them to get out for adventures at the ages that they're currently at? Yes. Yeah, so, um, three girls, six, four, and two. 
Um, and we say if we're going out, we're planning a few days ahead. We'll just talk about what we're going to do and get them all excited. And they pack their own little bags and they'll have their little um, compasses and magnifying glasses and things like that. And uh, we'll pack the night before and get them into their little base layers and stuff like that. So when we get up in the morning, we're just going out the door. They sleep in their base layers. Is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So it feeds them in the base there. So it's just uh, when we get up in the morning, it's breakfast and go. And sometimes if it's an early start, we'll bring the breakfast with us. So there's no really trying to, you know, because it takes a long time, as you know, to get out the door. So try to get as prepared as much as we can. Um, but, you know, they, they're so excited about it. And I suppose they know no different. They're so used to going on the hikes and stuff. So they, they love it. So it's that little bit easier, but it takes, it takes time and we often forget stuff and things like that, as you know. But <laughs> there's this one time we um, we went and it was kind of more in the afternoon. Uh, so I wasn't prepared at all. And I that morning, my little girl had a football match and we were, um, Paul then came home and he was cutting the grass and I was cleaning out the car and stuff. And the girls were playing in the garden and we decided to go off and do an afternoon hike. So we packed up the whole car and we got there and we realized that our four-year-old hadn't got shoes. So we had to, <laughs> yeah. So after all that, and it was like about a 45 minute drive. So we didn't do that hike and we moved on. Then we heard about a little hidden gem down the road that was more a steep hill, but was grass. So she could go on her feet and we can carry her on her shoulders and stuff. And then we got to the top. It was a gorgeous, there's like a bench and a big cross and beautiful views of all the mountains and stuff. And we had our picnic and then there's like a swarm of flying ants and stuff came around us. So we all just ran down the hill and uh, got back into the car, got an ice cream and went home. So it all like sometimes it doesn't go to plan, but it makes a good story. So it's great. Pressed, you could still do that without shoes. I'm thinking of like, I don't think my kids, I don't think I could get them to do that without shoes. Like, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a lot of grass and stuff, so it wasn't, yeah, wasn't, yeah, too, yeah. <laughs> wasn't too hard. But um, as a short enough hike. But uh, yeah, so it's it's one way you can um, kind of improvise and mm-hmm. um, try and make it work. <laughs> yeah. Now, Gina, from your bio, we noticed that you are a, uh, a sports injury therapist. Yes, um, yeah. And we wondered, you know, more on the parent side of things, um, if there's some tips or if you see injuries coming in, like, you know, we think about you with your carrier on, if you are doing any kind of carrying on the trails, obviously yeah. there is some uh, potential risk or, of injury there. So, uh, you know, what are things parents can do to kind of prevent some of those risks to themselves on the trail or, or what kind of tips should we keep in mind about that? Yes, so um, going on the trail itself, I'd bring obviously the first aid kit and the straps and everything if you go over on ankles and things like that and um, try to get your posture right and get a kind of a carrier that will fit your body correctly and adjust your straps and get regular massages then if the shoulders tighten up and stuff. Um, I suppose just uh, hiking sticks would be good because you're keeping your knees safe going down the hills, taking the strain off it. And uh, takes pressure off the hips and the joints as well, and good footwear and supportive boots and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's uh, you know thinking about the how how adults parents can keep their bodies moving, you know, and a lot of what we talk about our podcast is getting outside with kids, but 
we often think a lot about the benefits for kids and not so much the benefits of the exercise for the adults, even though we yes, know yeah. it's really important, right? Um, yeah. And I think for for me this year, we've just started to get to a point where our kids can handle kind of longer hikes. Um, yeah. And so I actually am remembering, <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous, but you know when you have little tiny kids and you're doing these like, one kilometer loops and one and a half yeah. kilometers or somebody <laughs> gave up after 20 minutes so you had to come home but we're now getting to a point where the hikes actually feel challenging for Brilliant. me too and I'm reminding myself like of the it sounds stupid but all the physical benefits and how I actually need to be a lot fitter and probably like you said get some massages so I can uh, yes. bounce back a little quicker <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes. it's um, great that you're getting the longer hikes in it's brilliant isn't it how you can yeah, like, it feels like a, a glimpse into the future right it's kind of like a full circle you do mm-hmm. longer hikes when they're babies because they're sleeping and then you go to that awkward stage where they're trying to get out of the carrier and then you kind of go back to where they're able to do longer hikes it's mm-hmm. it's good yeah so Gina, you and your partner did a lot of those big like multi-day mega hikes um in the past before kids do you have plans to take your kids on some of them and can you tell us if you do can you tell us about some of those plans Yes, so uh, we got engaged on the Camino. We hiked Camino de Santiago and then for our honeymoon, we hiked around uh, Mount Blanc and uh, we hope to bring the girls there when they're older. So another few years, we're hoping um, definitely to do the Camino with them and um, the Swiss Alps and there's a lot of day hikes there that you can do. So that's that's the plan in the near future. At the minute, we're exploring our own country and loving it. Um, but definitely when they're a bit older, that's, that's the plan. That's where I went on my honeymoon too. Not to Mont really? but I did the Ort route in uh, in Switzerland there. Oh, wow. So similar beautiful area. Country. Beautiful oh, area. Brilliant. And like that idea of hiking there in, in the Alps of like you hike village to village and hut to hut, hut to village. So oh, you don't have to carry yeah. everything, Jen. Let's go do it sometime, I'm Jen. You and I could go. And we maybe take the kids. Maybe we don't take no, the kids. No, I mean, I can leave now, Kate. I'm ready. We can and then you have like today. fondue at the top of a mountain looking down over these like picturesque mountain valleys. It's amazing. Amazing. Um, so, Gina, we have a little game of Would You Rather here that we would like to get yeah. into, if that's all right. Brilliant. Um, some situations that we've been thinking about with kids. Um, oh, I'll kick it off, Jen, and then I'll hand it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, first one. And I don't know if it snows much in Ireland, but would you rather get outside with kids in the rain or would you rather get outside with kids in the snow? Oh, the snow would be good fun. Yeah, because we only get it maybe once every few years, so it's a real novelty. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so definitely the snow. <laughs> we get the rain nearly every day, so we, we know what that's like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one is maybe Ireland-specific, but maybe I maybe I've got it wrong. So would you rather hike with kids, you know, around a bog or have to hike through black flies? Oh, uh, definitely around a bog. We've done a gorgeous bog walk there and um, it was beautiful uh, boardwalk through the bog. And ah, we okay, kept, boardwalk. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so that, that was nice. But then we, um, further on, where you play trail games and stuff. So never do hide and seek anyway, because uh, she there was uh, we we got out of the bog and we were in a forest area and she just ran behind a tree, but there's still kind of a boggy area. Now it only went up to her knees, but she got a bit of a fright. So I think we're going to take hide and seek off the list now and do I spy instead. And <laughs> so yeah, I go with the bog still, not not the black eyes. <laughs> 
Um, so as somebody who has spent a lot of time carrying kids and baby wearing, this one is, would you rather deal with a kid who wants to get out of the carrier or a kid who refuses to get into the carrier? Oh, that's actually a really good question. And I've been through <laughs> both situations. Um, I'd say like a kid trying to get out of the carrier, you can kind of entertain it a bit more, maybe pull out a few like bubbles and uh, tricks and a uh, little mirror and try to entertain them. More. And so I'd say, although on the other hand, try and get them in, snatch you to get them into the carrier. So um, I don't know, we'll say trying to get them into the carrier, I think actually, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking yeah. of like, my kids were quite big for their age. So, you know, when they were in the, in the like sort of the Deuter kid carrier, which was what, or kid yeah. comfort, which we had, and they'd start leaning because they wanted to get out. Like, oh, yes. get up. Yeah. And they lean way over to the side and you're like, I can't stand up straight anymore. Um, yeah. We also haven't used a carrier for ages though. Maybe you have, Jen. Um, your kid probably wants to get into it because he enjoys a nap, right? If we still had the carrier, he probably would still get into it. But we got rid of it because of the in, out, in, out. And at some point, you're just <laughs> enough is enough already. Yeah. Um, which kind of brings us to our, our third rapid, our, sorry, our fourth rapid final question is, would you rather take all your three kids on a hike by yourself or take them to a museum by yourself? Um, a hike by myself, definitely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've done that loads of times because with being self-employed, during the week, I could finish a bit early and after school, we'd bring them on trips and stuff. And um, and my mom comes with us sometimes and it's, it's lovely. Uh, so I would definitely say that because it can run free with a museum or like, don't touch that or, you know, be quiet or people are trying to listen and stuff like that. So definitely, definitely a, a solo hike. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, three kids on a solo hike is you're not messing around if you're doing that. I think, you know, we've talked about this. Jen and I, I was going to say, unfortunately, but I am, we've made the price. <laughs> unfortunately, only have two kids each, so I can't comment on this. But, you know, some people, um, particularly if you're looking through Instagram, you're seeing people carrying babies, a toddler on the back and a little one on the front, and they've also got one hiking. I am just blown away, firstly, by the strength of mostly women who I've seen doing this, but also the sort of management skills of, of keeping them all in track. Do you have sort of lesser known tips or maybe things that you've kind of picked up yourself about how to hike with three little kids um, and things yeah. that have helped you to to all stay safe? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, we kind of pick a leader and they love taking it in turns and that entertains them. And the person in front walks like an animal. So we have to guess what they walk like. So they love that. And then the usual sing songs and I spy and... Um, if we're going near like a river or anything, I have the safety reins. So that does be good. Um, Sorry, the safety. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So it's like um, a safety strap. So they have freedom to run, but you're still holding on to them. Oh, okay. Yes. So that, that does be good. Um, safety wise, um, I just, I kind of avoid any, if I was like solo hiking on my own, avoid any kind of dangerous cliff walks and stuff um and kind of go more woodland walks and things like that um so gina we also like to as you've kind of alluded to we know that things with kids don't always go to plan outside um can you tell us about some some other times when you've been outside with your kids maybe a story about when things didn't go according to plan and hopefully everybody survived 
yeah, there was like one one time we were hiking up a mountain and at the it was again we were started late in the evening, uh, kind of afternoon. So I think the morning suits us better. But um it was like a trail where it was kind of overgrown until you kind of got out onto the mountain and our little girl wanted to get out of the carrier at the start and we we're trying to bribe her to stay in but no she wanted to get and walk but didn't suit to walk so we held her in our arms and kept on going and we i say we weren't even happy up the mountain and we just said we'd call it a day because as i said like the top of the mountain is only halfway but we spotted a lovely green area and there was gorgeous um stone walls and there was like horses looking over the side of it and sheep in the next field so we said that would be our summit for today so that's why we could say like create our own summit so that was our top of the mountain for us and we had a lovely picnic the uh, girls had a little run around and we went back home so we kind of finished on a high but it could have it could have went the other way um, and there's another time where we went on a walk and it was the start of it I suppose was probably boring for kids it was like more like a forest trail and um, like a road kind of and there was a lot of trees around which was beautiful but it was a good hour of it so um, they were starting to kind of like, no matter how many games we played or snacks I think they were ready to stop hiking but I said to them that um, there's a little secret about this mountain we're going to it's called jelly bean mountain so when you get to the top it's a rock and you have to rub the top and then jelly beans come out of the bottom so they're oh like oh yes gosh. we have to go so they were like they didn't even want to stop anymore they're like they were afraid someone else knew about the secret and take the jellies so they were nearly <laughs> they're nearly running to the top because I had like an emergency packet of jelly beans in the pocket so when they got to the top anyway the 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 app when we finished the trail it came onto this beautiful mountain and they loved that it was like scrambling and kind of bit of rock climbing up to the top then start rubbing the rock and they're like jelly bean jelly bean and um i pulled the jelly beans then out of my pocket slyly and out from the bottom of the rock but they keep talking about that mountain they're oh like my go gosh back? yeah <laughs> but what an idea no- <laughs> and it was lovely because um, then there was like um, a sea of clouds and it was really warm. It was actually Christmas time and it was very rare for it to be sunny in Ireland. And we were able to just lie back and my oldest just lay back and went, ah, this is the life. So it was, just, it was amazing just to hear her say that. But I put that story on my Instagram and a follower wrote another story underneath, which I thought was good. She said when she was a little girl, her daddy brought her to a mountain called Money Mountain. And she believed him for so many years, but he used to drop coins along the way up to the top of the mountain and she was looking for the money and collecting it. So I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I might try that sometime as well. (laughs) With three kids, it might get a bit expensive. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Maybe stick with the jellies. Jelly bean uh, mountain. I'm going to use that. That's amazing. (laughs) You have a very creative brain, I think, Gina. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, it's good. But it's funny the way... um, Sometimes then when they get the love of it, you don't have to use as much tips and tricks. Do you find that as well to kind of to have the love for the, the outdoors? It's that bit easier, isn't it, as they mm-hmm. to, to get older, to, to yeah. get out. And they nearly motivate us sometimes. I think it's getting yeah. there. My, my six-year-old is saying to us like, oh, we haven't, she says occasionally, we haven't been hiking for a while or maybe when yeah. we go camping, we can go hiking. And I'm like, oh, there is a point we're going to get to, I hope, all of us, where it's just it's less of that like oomph to get out the work out of the house because yes. for a while yeah. we couldn't use the h word h word being hike 
because they'd go, no, no, I don't want. <laughs> boring. I was like, oh, I think we're a little past that, but we're not quite at the point of like, yay, hiking. Um, so we'll keep pushing until we get to that point, right, Jen? We're there. But there are we? <laughs> we're trying to do like bits around the house and gardening and stuff like that and they're like dying for the hikes and they're like when do we go and so it's good they're nearly motivating us to to get oh, back out good. there so yeah so it's good yeah it's lovely yeah well one question we always like to wrap up with is you know if you had to pass on a message to other parents who are listening maybe they have multiple children as well or maybe they're just new to hiking and considering it you know how would you kind of sum up your your reason your motivation for getting outside with your kids what would you want other parents to know um just getting outside with kids it's, it's lovely it's the simplicity of getting away from phones tellies everyday life housework things like that it's nice just to get into nature together uh live in the moment and swap stories and yeah everyone's in better form and it is so nice to to get out to start slow and go on local hikes um explore the areas nearby join up with friends stuff like that and and build it from there yeah that's awesome I love that. Um, getting away from all these things. And I mean, in Ireland as well, a lot of people spend a lot of time. My Irish colleague was saying to me, well, basically a lot of people spend their, their social activities are like going to the pub. <laughs> going to the pub. She's like a lot of my social interactions, you know, particularly before I had kids, we were going to the pub. So finding a way to incorporate social act- activities into getting outside as well to kind of shake that off, I think, as you it as is. You start a family. <laughs> it's so nice. And then I find that um, like – as I said earlier, I found like, say, Canada and um, America, Australia, you all have like big hiking groups for mothers mm-hmm. and there's none of that here. But um, there's a girl recently after setting up and she had a, a women's hiking group called um, Gals Gone Wild. And then mm. she set up a mammy's hiking group called Mam's Gone Wild. So it's lovely. So she does like camping trips and uh, day hikes for all the mammies to come together all over Ireland. So it's lovely now that it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's a real social aspect and it's it's getting more mammies out that might not have confidence and everyone is swapping, um, you know, like backpacks and mm-hmm. trying out and slings and things like that. So it's lovely that um, in Ireland now that the community is is growing, kids are getting out because it is such a, it's a beautiful area to to hike, as I said, the green fields and the mountains and the historic end of it. So if you do get to come, it'd be, it'd be great. You'd love it. Yeah. If you, I mean, the reason we reached out to Gina was partly because we're like, this looks so beautiful. Look ah, at this place. And look at this part of the world. <laughs> and look at these, like, like you said, big grassy kind of open spaces. And that's really what I kind of took from like, wow, look at, look at the amazing opportunities to get outside with your kids here. If our listeners want to follow along with you, Gina, where can they find you online? Yes, so on Instagram, it's Our Little Hiker. And then our website is www.ourlittlehiker.com. Great. And we'll drop in those links below. Um, Thank you so much for coming on, Gina. It's been, uh, you know, it's always hard to coordinate people across multiple time zones and parents as well. So we appreciate you making the effort. (laughs) And thank you so much for having me. If you would like to learn more about our podcast and follow along with us, we encourage you to go over and find us on Instagram at Get Outside With Kids. We also would love if you could hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to our podcast. That helps us to reach more parents just like you. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Get Outside With Kids.